Since its opening in 1883, Brooklyn Bridge has been revered and song and fable. It is at once a great a gateway and a monument, a great architectural wonder linking the boroughs of Brooklyn and Manhattan. The bridge's wide pedestrian walkway has, in time, played host to countless visiting dignitaries, distraught citizens, and young lovers. And on this particular morning, it provides a pathway for the living personification of freedom and liberty. Taken from Captain America, issue 247, July 1980. This is Mark, and you're listening to Heroes Home Base Podcast, episode 58. <laughs> Hey everybody, this is Rich. This is Mark. This is Rob. Hello everyone. My guys. Man, it's been like, so what's going on, fellas? It's been like a hot month. uh, Shall we discuss that? Go ahead, Mark. (laughs) So guys listening from going forward, because you know, we all have lives and children and family and lives and children and family and lives. Yeah, we're all, we're going to just start doing it, the show, once a month now. So once a month, we're going to get together, discuss all things comics, and then we'll post it within the next couple of days. Mark's yes, going to be doing a lot of, Mark's going to be doing a lot of traveling and uh, preparation for that. And obviously there's a whole lot of stuff going on this, this year. Um, so we decided that it's probably best that we try to do once a month and then uh, hit on all cylinders. We have, we have plenty of news to discuss uh, tonight. I got to pretty fat riches pull and uh i don't know what rob's got i've got some tricks oh you got some tricks all right well first of all fellas what are we drinking this evening for episode 58 good old h2o i'm drinking mark's favorite water in my Uh, defender beer the uh that's great i'm the only alcoholic on the show i guess all right brooklyn defender ipa when they actually had good comic con uh beer glasses hitting the old uh proper 12 connor mcgregor you know um, so i had about six blue moons this weekend so yeah. jesus did you have a fire pit outing i, this I week? did i had my my work partner and her husband over last night it was very nice nice blue moon has a peanut butter ale that's only sold at the rocky stadium in denver <sighs> you think it's gonna be nasty i like oh, peanut God. butter but not in a beer damn mm. <laughs> Mm. Mark, you don't like beer. You're not gonna like that shit. I like peanut butter. Uh, peanut butter beer is probably. Would you eat an oatmeal stout or drink an oatmeal stout? I don't know what that is. Do you like oatmeal? Yeah. <laughs> then you, I'm telling you, you wouldn't like it. Mm. <laughs> uh, let's go around the horn. Let's uh, catch up, fellas. What's been going on in your world, Mark? I bought all my tickets to all the fan expos this year, so I'll be going to Fan Expo Denver. Fan Expo Boston and Fan Expo Canada. That's in Toronto. Oh, shit. Toronto? Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, you got your oh, passport updated there, big guy? Well, what I did is last week, I, oh, Lord, it cost me $254. Like, Jesus. Well, that's because I expedited everything. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. yeah. Oof. It's All like right. 130 Becky just paid for it regular. It's like 130 Yeah. So I expedited everything. Bullshit, man. I expedited everything because I, I did. The, I paid for the exped, expedition of it because I wanted to get it back in time because Fan Expo is in August and I wanted to make sure I got it back in time. So it's about five to seven weeks. So I checked the tracking number. Mm-hmm. I love being organized about things. I checked the tracking number and I um, it got there the next day. I paid for next day shipping and it got there the next day. 
Nice. So, um, I don't want to piss in your coffee. Becky did it just regular and she got it in like four weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, it didn't take too long at well, all. Well, no, my that's different. Is she, she just this is her first passport. No, she's renewing. Oh, she's renewing. Okay, so yeah, yep. I didn't know. So I just paid for just to, I just wanted to be sure. And I, you know, so I went to CVS, got my photos taken and did it well, all. How, and how often does that expire? 10 years. Every, 10 years. Every so time. mine expired in 2019. How, how, <laughs> how much does CVS charge nowadays for a passport picture? Like 20 bucks? It, mine was like fourteen ninety five. Yeah, it's like a bullshit. it's a specific size. It has to two fit. by two. Yeah, it's yeah. and you can't smile. That's right. Yeah. No smiles. So I filled out the form and sent it in, and it got there the next day. And so I paid to have it. I had to put a money get. A, I got a money order for the amount, uh, which includes the expedition of it getting back to me. And so I can go to to. Fan Expo Toronto, which I've been watching YouTube videos on all these fan expos to see what they're like. And I saw Dave Ross. Hell He's in one yeah. of the videos. He's in Artist Alley. He's in one of the videos. I'm like, oh, there he is. So, um, <laughs> Dave, Dave, I love you. I know you. Yeah. So hopefully he'll be there this year so I can either, so I can have him sign my books and maybe he can do a commission for me. And then um, I would love to have him commission a whole West Coast. Of, well, now remember a West Coast Avengers picture and yeah. have a frame. Like, remember when we very first met him? Yeah. Yes. When he was in New yes. York, he said it was about four hundred dollars. So hopefully that's still the case. Just, just, just hit him up with the old uh, Heroes Home Base podcast discount and be like, "Hey, bro, <laughs> I know you don't owe me any favors, but come on, man, but, we're, like, we're, we're friends, okay?" Yeah. So I just I booked my flight and hotel for Fan Expo Denver, and we all know that Denver is also the home to Mile High Comics, which I'll be yep. going to. So I'll be doing a yep. video of that. Yep. So you guys will be uh, stay tuned for that on and I'll post a video on Facebook and on Instagram, and then um, I'm excited about Baltimore and Rhode Island and Boston. So uh, big news this week: we all got refan verified for uh, New York City Comic Con 2022. Yeah, which Rob, that? I think you should come. <laughs> what if What if I helped you out with your plane ticket? <laughs> it's it's more of a, a spouse job stuff too. So there's some other things. Well, tell Becky that I need you to cover it. Well, I know, but there's other things that are going on. Uh, You can help me with my plane ticket if you want. (laughs) Do you need help with your plane ticket? (laughs) I don't think so. Uh, We're still talking about it, Mr. Mazik. So, all right. What's going on with you, Rob? A lot of stuff in the work arena. Uh, we, I'm going to start seeing patients in person starting tomorrow. So it has been since March of 2020. Since I've seen people in person, it's like all been telehealth. Yeah. Have you been yeah. doing Zoom? Yeah, Zoom for the last two years and what is that? Two months. Crazy. Oh, speaking of which, I finished Atlas of the Heart with Brene Brown on HBO Max. Good stuff, huh? It was very good. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> she's it's a researcher. A, yeah, she's a an amazing person. Uh, you should read the book, Mark. It's good. Is it? Mark was looking for a book to read. I have the gifts of imperfection. This is uh, different than any of her other stuff. So there's pictures in it. It's like a coffee table book. Mark so loves coffee table books. I recommend it. It could go right by your entourage books. Okay. Uh, anyway, so work has uh, work has been work. Um, coming up on some birthdays here. No shit. Um, Millie will be two this upcoming week. Elliot will be four on the 15th. So um, in terms of 
comic book stuff. I uh, I did watch The Batman again on HBO. Uh, I did too. I it was Mark, did you watch weekend. it again? I'm in the middle of it right now. I started it tonight. Yeah, so I did watch hours. it. It's all good. Um, <laughs> I know Free Comic Book Day is Saturday. So yes. Are you going to take I my will, kids? I think you should call off. No, nope, can't do that. I was going to do some research before the show tonight because I wanted to know what kind of keys were going to be available at uh, Free Comic Book Day this, this year, but uh, I haven't really had time. Um, I did. I think there's going to be a some prelude to Dark Crisis uh, that's going to be available. Um, so, but uh, yeah. I will uh, most likely be going to that at the one and only Laughing Ogre. So I'll take the kids. Mark, there. you going to go to a comic store? No. Free comic book day? Come on, buddy. No. If you um, had to choose, if you had to go to a store for free comic book day, which store would you go to? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't. Um, probably Midtown because you know I I, just, I have to. Um, <laughs> because you have to. You wouldn't go to Zap. You wouldn't take a train ride to Zap. No. No. All right. Um, so I'm holding off buying anything. I'm sorry, Rob. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Mark. I'm holding off on buying or visiting a comic book store until I, you know, my cons because I'm going to so many. You know, so I just yep. need to. But Mark, this would be just you're going to go in and get some free shit. No, them okay. books are stupid and dumb. <laughs> I, went to, I went to uh, Free Comic Book Day in Phoenix, and that shit was like, what is this? I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> that shit is so dumb. <laughs> some of it's whack, but some of it's... All of it bad. is, actually. Oh, oh my God. Oh. Um, so <laughs> Jensen's, Jensen's been really into Pokemon, so I've been frequently frequenting the uh, Dragon's Lair, that new uh, comic shop up by my house. I did talk to one of the employees. They are never going to have back issues because there are, quote, other comic book stores in the area that have that. They have new stuff, and they That's said it. whatever they don't sell, they donate to libraries and community. Um, no shit. Community groups, which I thought was pretty cool for literacy and stuff. But I. So saw... are they, are they, did you ask them if they were doing like polls for customers and stuff? No, I didn't. Um, they are definitely more like magic, not really magic. I've seen like they do like models and stuff, and then they'll Dumb. have like it's not like Dungeons and Dragons, Dumb. but they have like groups where little kids come in and they role play stuff. So well, I saw that there was like a sign up table where you could sign up for like a role playing game like tournament or something, yeah, so something like that, yeah. So, but I saw this is what I was texting you guys about the uh. Batman One Dark Knight, which uh, was it Black Label? It is uh, written and drawn by Jock. Oh, nice! The third, it's a three-part standalone, and I guess the third one comes out in, in June. So I gave these a read, and uh, it wasn't too bad. Um, but yeah, so that's so. Watch the Batman again. Dabbled a little bit into some new stuff that I just thought looked interesting, and that's kind of my check-in. Nice. Did you guys uh, watch DMZ? Did we talk about that already? Um, I watched the first episode of it. I'm I, 30 I, minutes into the first episode. Love it. It's only yeah, four it's episodes. Love it. What four caught my eye, yeah. What caught my eye is that they described it as a lost uh, or escape from New York. And when I saw that title, oh. I was like, oh, what is this escape from New York? You know, I love that movie. So I started watching it and it is kind of like that. And I, I just, I, I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Love that it. is Rosario based Dawson. off of a comic, isn't it? I think yeah, so. Yeah, Rosario comic. Dawson killed it. I uh, I have not. I liked her as a uh, Lego Batgirl. For me, catching up, 
Uh, work has been shit. I'm just going to be honest. It's been long. Um, I put in a 15-hour day yesterday. That sucked. But, you know, I'm happy to be here with you fellas. As far as, you know, everything else going on, been just reading a whole bunch of comics. So I'll cover them in, uh, in my poll tonight little extra bonus pull items yeah that's pretty much it work 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 and comics 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 so nothing really new to report other than that so can't wait for some time off mark's gonna be in town yeah i haven't really discussed this on the podcast but we lost show quitter kim's mom in january so um we're doing a celebration of life type thing in uh this this month may it's may 1st today and uh mark's coming home for that and uh, look forward to seeing him in person. And then, um, so I've been working on some stuff for that and uh, taking care of, of show quitter and trying to stay positive. So other than that, that's that's pretty much uh, Rich's world. So yeah, news. Marvel we lost news. a icon there recently, yes. So sad, Mr. Neil Adams died. Neil Adams passed. It, this is some good. X-Men issues that are on my list that I plan on getting. And so sad. I'm telling you, dude, Neil Adams is like, uh, it's Neil Adams and Jim Aparo. Like, those are like the iconic Batman, like, to me, growing up. And Neil Adams was instrumental in getting, like, artists, I hate to say rights, but, you know, he was a huge advocate of guys getting paid and uh, retaining their work. And he was just, he was, I was following him on Facebook, uh, all of last year because he was doing like uh auctions like he was doing auctions on his facebook page and he was doing sketches and stuff and like i was loved it like i'd get mesmerized it was like watching golf you know you turn it on oh is this guy gonna make this putt like i don't know it it is super sad to see him go how old was he do we know he was in his 80s something like that he had sepsis or did i say that right sepsis yeah, he's been battling that for, a, I, I want to say, more than a year. So he had some kind of infection and got, it, I think it went to his liver or something like that. I think that's what that's I read on Google. Multi-system failure. Yeah. So, God rest him. This f***ing year sucks, man. Yeah, it's not pending out to be that great. <clears throat> the 2020s um, are bullshit. Speaking of more bad news, while we're on the news topic in the newsroom jeff smith's comic book adaptation on netflix has been canceled so yeah uh i kind of i kind of messaged tom got i haven't really messaged jeff about it i'm pissed like i've been talking this thing up with people at work who have kids and i've turned them on to that comic book and there's there's probably like two or three people at my work that I'm like, you know, you, you get your kids to read this and they've come to me and said that they love it. I'm like, it's going to be a Netflix show. It's going to be badass. It's going to be old school animation with new school animation. And now it's nothing. I think what really sucks is like what, like the turmoil with Disney over the course of the better part of a decade and then finally making some solid headway on this and then COVID hit. So, but they were still moving forward. And then no. It's not, no, I, it, just it was. Uh, I know it. 
he the Nickelodeon was the first one. They wanted the Nickelodeon deal fell through. Then Warner Brothers bought it and it sat on a shelf for 10 years and he waited for that to expire. And now Netflix. So I think Netflix is going to have their rights to it, just like Warner Brothers did. They're going to have rights for probably a long, long time. So if they don't do it, it's probably going to be another 10, 15 years before somebody else will pick it up. So unless they from what I was reading, I guess Netflix canceled all their animation or like cut their whole animation studio. Uh, so they're not going to be doing any original animation uh, movies going forward for the time being. So, yeah, sucks. So, yeah, Neil Adams passed away. Bone live action movie passed. I don't know why I'm saying live action when it's animated, but Netflix movie passed away. Uh, do we sucks. have any good news? <laughs> <laughs> Batman Unburied comes out May 3rd. Give me a rundown. What is that? Remind that's me. The stre- that's streaming on uh, Spotify member. Um, the Oh, yeah. Podcast. Yeah. It's a scripted podcast. Um, has a bunch of names attached to it. Uh, mm. Yeah. So it's it's I'm really excited. So the villain is going to be Bruce Wayne's working as a forensic pathologist. And he examines hmm. the victims of the villain. And this show is going to be called The Harvester. Interesting. Yeah, so I'm very excited. I'm very excited. Doctor Strange 2 comes out this week, May 6th. Okay. Uh, Moon Knight has debuted. This week was its fifth episode. We got one more episode left. It was only six episodes. I liked it, but there wasn't a whole lot of Moon Knight in it. Like, he wasn't dressed in costume that has Moon Knight throughout the whole thing. I'm glad you brought that up because um, I haven't... I'm not even lying. I haven't watched any of the Marvel shows since uh, Winter Soldier. And uh, I started watching that. I think I'm uh, I'm two episodes in. So I'm up to episode three. Is it going to be six again? Like the other ones? Yeah. Six, six episodes? Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think it's got a good pace, though. And I really like Oscar Isaacs. Like, like he can pull off a British accent and then go regular, uh, you know, American accent, like in one take. And it, I don't know, like he, to me is keeping the show going. And I, I, I agree with you. Like you didn't see any moon Knight in episode one until like the final cut scene. Right. I'll, uh, I should have another review of that after, uh, after I get caught up. So we got one more episode to go. Yes. Um, a little bit of more bad news. Ezra Miller's he's, uh, been arrested <laughs> got arrested twice. twice. Yeah. He got arrested twice. I heard yeah. it was the the bar issue. There's one, and then like a we week like and a half later, broke into somebody's house, right? <laughs> yeah, got arrested again. Uh. And apparently, well, I know... brothers had an emergency meeting. Well, that was after the first arrest. Yeah. So oh, Ezra I mean, Miller. Because I mean, now it's like it's, you know, it's I'm sure it's probably easier said than done. But if it were me and I was the star of this franchise, this movie, if I was any kind of celebrity, I would do my job and go home. Mm-hmm. If I had good money, I'd buy a house. <laughs> And I would create a bar by the pool. So if I get drunk and wasted, I'm not out in the street. I'd be drinking at my just house. Just get out of the pool. Get out of the pool, sir. Get out the pool. That's crazy. Like, I just, I mean, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't judge. I'm not, I shouldn't, I'm not trying to pass judgment, but it's just like, uh, it's just like, because now when you're on the red carpet talking about this movie, people are going to be wondering about your arrest. It's going to foreshadow. Yep. The yep. movie, it's just like it's I, almost, it's almost gonna be, it's almost gonna be like one of those when Tom Cruise went crazy on Matt Lauer. And he was supposed to be promoting the War of the Worlds movie, and like yeah. Steven Spielberg cut him off and said he'd never work with him again because he was supposed to be doing promo. So when the Flash movie comes out, everybody's gonna be like, "How are you doing, Ezra? What's going on in your personal life?" When he's supposed to be promoting the movie. If if I was a celebrity, I would do my job and go home. 
Mm. I don't I don't ever want to be a celebrity. <laughs> Neither do I, but uh let's talk about the uh DC Discovery merger. You guys read up on that? No. Uh so DC Discovery, Warner Brothers uh merged under the discovery banner i believe and uh there's a head honcho in charge and it's almost like the bobs in office space they're going through and uh calling people to the office to discuss what what is it that you do here. that you do here so looks like they're gonna trim the fat and uh because there's been a lot of projects i think um i've been trying to stay up to date on it uh i hate to just you know throw that out there and i don't have really anything to really talk about but it sounds like they'll probably overhaul um dc comics which will be a positive after my after my uh discussion on the last episode so it sounds like they're gonna try to get their architect they're gonna try to get uh and i'm not trying to say that they're gonna do it the marvel way but they're gonna try to get their kevin feige to try to get their movies in order and get it figured out. Zack so, Snyder. Yeah. It's kind of like they're Kevin Foggy. What's that? <laughs> I mean, that's the closest parallel for sure. Yeah. So hopefully the, uh, uh, you know, I'm thinking long-term as far as they've got a whole gamut of movies coming out. I mean, Wonder Woman three got green lit. We got black Adam coming out. We got Shazam two coming out. We got Aquaman two coming out, but, and uh, you know, try to just piggyback off this news. Batman 2 just got greenlit this week. Matt yep, Reeves and uh, Pattinson sign on to do another movie. And God damn it, I hope they do Court of Owls, Mark. <sighs> yes, please. Yeah, that'd yes, be great. please. Is there an email I could send? Uh, <sighs> you know, tell them to read uh, Mark's recommendation. Um, so, but long story short, sounds like they're cutting fat. Um, I think Jim Lee should go back to being an artist, not necessarily the, you know, editor-in-chief and all that and uh because uh i'm not gonna try to dwell on it but the comics suck right now so um across the board i think um i think they've made some positive changes and uh i can discuss i I mean i i announced those last episode because i'm I'm really looking forward to the direction that the detective comics is going with uh ram v writing that stuff but all in all I, i just really would like to see and i hate to say a reset but bring back Vertigo, bring back Elseworlds, like bring back the stuff that used to get you excited about reading an off the wall comic book back in the 80s, 90s and stuff like that. And I don't know. I just think that they need to cut the fat and just get rid of this, these trashy books. You know, sounds to me like they're already trying to do that. But uh, I, I'm just when the, you know, the ashes clear away from the fire, <laughs> per se, I'm anxious to see who's left standing. So, uh, yeah. So Warner Brothers merged with Discovery and DC Comics should uh, hopefully, as much as I'm a DC homer, and um, you've got some of the most iconic characters in all of comic books, and I feel like it's it's being wasted right now. So hopefully this... Well, hopefully will, uh, DC will be renovated like the Property Brothers since HGTV is also under Discovery. <laughs> well, I just feel like they're comics. They're making the same stupid bullshit mistakes that Marvel made five years ago. So it's like uh, they took the the model of Marvel comics 
and said, oh, they didn't get it to work, so let's try it here. Oh, it didn't work? Shit. Oh, man. Here's a great uh, place to start. Why aren't comics selling? Oh, shit. Here's a great Sorry. place to start. Stop with the damn crisis crap. I'll get into that <laughs> in my poll. But, uh, yeah. Uh, what else? What other news we got, fellas? That was the one thing that I had sent to our uh, communication. Yeah, I was just going to talk a little bit about um what you guys thought of dmz but i'm only like 30 minutes into that first episode and loved it loved it loved it loved it loved it <clears throat> thought it was very good thought it was well done short sweet to the point and well acted well acted and i just i loved it it was very it had some uh elements of escape from new york in it that i loved so yeah. had some uh i am legend flair to it also i think probably Again, in that yeah. first 30 minutes or so Oh, we don't talk about Will Smith. He's crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Can I tell you, Rob, just because of what you do for a living, soon as I saw that, before I, because I I went to sleep. I don't, you know, I don't have cable. But when I woke up in the morning and I saw that, I immediately felt that it was their past coming up from you know what i'm saying i can feel will smith doing that out of some sort of trauma and then you know chris rock like he's reliving his childhood from being bullied and then as i continue to research chris rock really was bullied heavily as a child and so that kind of like boy it kind of all that it's just like we our past really arrives within us and so it's just a side note <laughs> yeah, I think uh Chris Rock handled himself very well. I could you could tell he was about, he could have just I think he could have verbally destroyed Will Smith if he wanted to, but chose I didn't not even think to. The, I didn't even think the joke was that bad, man. It wasn't. Um in fact, you know, I mean this is now a month old, but it was disgusting. Um and then the dude wins an Oscar and goes up there and cries and does all the whatever acting. Yeah, it was a true Hollywood moment. You're such an actor. So yeah, true Hollywood moment that nobody gives a f- about. Uh, I immediately thought, what if uh, Ricky Gervais was up there? Oh my god! Yeah. So yeah, boo. We got any other news? So we got Neil Adams passed away. We got Bone animated movie passed away. We got DC merger. I felt like we had more to talk about news-wise. Rich, is there any update on uh, Hammaker's book? Uh, he is starting his um, Kickstarter for Plocks 2. Breaking news. Breaking news. CXC, Jeff Smith's comic convention in Columbus. So I got a text from our multi-guest uh matthew clickstein Mm -hmm. uh he said that uh jeff smith uh, personally invited him to do cxc and that uh he's also going to do a panel at san diego comic con this year about his new book it's the oral history of the podcast that we promoted for him and uh i already pre-ordered it on amazon by the way mark uh rob get on that uh shout out for uh matt's book so he's going to do a panel with uh, Jeff Smith because Jeff did an intro for him for the book and uh, he's super excited. So he's going to try to do another laughing ogre um, uh, visit. So we'll see. We may have uh, we may have our fourth repeating guest on the podcast, Mr. Clickstein. To talk so about it's a he's writing a book about the podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like a, the oral history of it. So nice. he uh, reached out to me. Oh, God, probably four days ago so i'm excited to read it 
Um, I'm excited to tell him to start writing more comic books. And uh, yeah, so I that's another got, news. Uh, <clears throat> finally got Dr. Doug to read uh, You Are Obsolete. He he enjoyed it. Such a good book. Is Pathfinder so, done? I believe it is. Did, was it a three-part? I thought it was the three-parter. I don't know if the third one's out yet, though, because I, I don't know. I did not read the second part yet. Uh, sorry. <laughs> I believe I purchased it on Mr. Hammaker Day last year. Last year. Sitting on Jensen's bookshelf with all his other unread books. No. Yeah. Get on that. Yeah. I just remembered more news. Arrowverse. Batwoman canceled. Legends of Tomorrow or whatever that got canceled too. Legends of Tomorrow they... got canceled after the first f- season. Like, the f- uh, it's just like a mix-up of heroes. It's like, what is this? But this shit been on for eight seasons. Somebody said in the comments of Batwoman getting canceled, this was a mercy killing. <laughs> well, why did they bring it back? Oh, three seasons, too many. Like, what a f***ing shit show that was. So, yay. So maybe Warner Brothers and Discovery are finally making good decisions. They're canceling trash. Did Ruby Rose do two seasons? Or just she did one. one. She did one. And that was like early COVID when she quit, right? I remember like that was... I don't know. The show should have been canceled after she left. Like it was straight trash. I think that she probably just didn't anticipate the buzz because the fact that she was the lead, how much work is required of her. Well, yeah. I remember like she injured lead. herself and stuff. And I yeah, remember just... we talked about that. Yeah. Surprised they brought it back. So here we are. It's dead again. Right. All right, Mark. Mark's long box. We haven't had one of those in a long time. Let's go. Hit it. I chose Captain America number 247. I chose. Could you be more stoic? (laughs) I chose Captain America issue 247 from July 1980. Um, That is the John Byrne, Roger Stern run. Nice. That I have two more issues left. That's on my list. I have seven of the nine, and I just absolutely love. Love, love, love that run. I'm telling you, typically I like Captain America in the Avengers. You know, he's fine. But mm, now sure. I'm telling you, he uh, just, his, his, that nine issue run, I, I, you know, there's something about the writing and the artist combination that just did it for me. I'm a huge Captain America fan now. Hell I am. Yeah. And it's due to John's artwork. You know what I mean? That's really what made me a fan. And the stories are good. It was so well. Roger Stern wrote it. And I just, yeah, it's just, that's the issue that I chose tonight. And again, I have two more issues that are on my list. I've called Zap. I've called World's Greatest in Columbus. I've called Silver Age here in New York. And none of them have it. None so of them have those two issues. hopefully you'll be getting that in the... Uh, in hopefully the, I'll uh, get that mile high. mile high. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, Rich, you said before, if I can't find any what I'm looking for at mile high, then we got a problem. We got a problem. So I don't want to get all my issues at Mile High because I still have a bunch of cons to go to this year, but I trust I'll find those two. And Yeah, maybe- but man, if you get a good deal at Mile High, I don't think you're going to pass it up, bro. No. no. So what's so, on your list now, Mark? So what's on my list now, we have Avengers, Batman, Batman 655, 656, 657. Those are the Damien, first appearances of Damien Wayne. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a Marvel premiere. That's the first... For number 47, 48, that's the first appearance of Scott Lang, who is okay. Ant-Man now. Right, right. I have um, Red Hood and the Outlaws, number nine. That's from the Night of the Owls run. I have some early X-Men. I have some X-Factor, which I could take or leave. Um, I have two more issues, <laughs> or three more issues, of my Iron Fist mm-hmm. run. The two Captain Americas. I have Power Man, because Chris and John wrote those. 
Okay. And have some Spider-Man. So after I got that Spider-Man Hydro-Man issue, I went and I and I have one, two, three, four, five Spider-Man issues that I want. And I believe it was Roger Stern writing them and it was John Romita Jr. Yeah, yeah, that's what you said. And then I have an Incredible Hulk Annual 7 that I found oh, that sorry. John Byrne did as soon as I saw the cover, I'm like, I know who it is. Boom, it was John. I believe I think I think John just drew it. I have to see who else wrote it. I have mm-hmm. some Fantastic Four and I have two Iron Man. Nice. So my it's about my page my list is about six pages. So if you put that in font size twelve versus font size twenty, would that be like one page? <laughs> like two. <laughs> I like to um, see I know. I'm just now, Mark, let me ask you, is any of those books you're looking for keys that are going to be kind of expensive for you? Yeah. Okay. So the Damian Wayne's Batman's might be about 40. The X-Men's okay. number 10, that's the first appearance of uh, Kazar in the Savage Land. That's going to be a big one. And then... Uh, you saw that one at your last con, right? Yeah. It was okay. like 90 bucks. Uh, let's see what else. Um, my Fantastic Fours, those are some early Fantastic Four. Those Spider-Man's. Might be in the forty fifty dollar range. The, the, my, one of the Spider Man's is the first appearance of Black Cat, so that's okay. a big one. Yeah. Um, some of these early Fantastic Fours are going to be like sixty, seventy, eighty dollars. So. Are you rubbing the damn list against your mic? Oh uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> His list wanted to make a guest appearance. <laughs> Mark's list guest appearance. So, what was your highlight from your uh, long box issue? What was your favorite part about it? The description of the bridge that you read, or what? Just the whole artwork of it. The whole mm. um, Captain America meets up with Nick Fury and um, one of the guys that I believe it's crap. I forgot his name. Um, he just he meets up with a, a, a Nick Fury and an agent of Shield who. Okay. I think it's just so cool. I'll, I'll, look, I'll look at the guy's name. Hold on. Um, Take your time. I can cut it, dude. Pull it out. That's what she said. Let's see that cover, man. Isn't that beautiful? That's got your newspaper in there, doesn't it? That's right. Oh. Isn't that a nice cover? That is. It comes and really just jumps out at you. But um, it shows Captain America's apartment. It shows Captain America's apartment in Brooklyn Heights, you know, and I just, it shows uh, S.H.I.E.L.D. It's just old school S.H.I.E.L.D., you know what I mean? And there's a guy in here, his name is um, Dum Dum Dugan, who's like, who's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent who we saw in the movies, Captain America. Um, so that I, just to see him, uh, Dum Dum Dugan, uh, Nick Fury, just to see um, S.H.I.E.L.D. back in the day and Captain America's apartment in Brooklyn Heights, you know? Was it, so, was it the same size as your apartment? His was a, and Captain America's apartment was a studio. His was smaller. So just to see what it was like back then, for Cap, I mean, I just, it, that's one of my favorite issues. This, this, this run is some of my favorite issues, and I just, I absolutely love it. So I can't wait to get the final two issues, and I haven't read them since because I want to get the other two issues and then reread it, you know, all together. So I'm very excited to get those. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So I don't have, I, you know, I have a lot on my list, but I'm, I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to take my time. And is this your first Captain America purchase? Yeah, yeah. same I with Spider-Man. Same with Spider-Man. Say, 
two key characters and you've never really collected them. Mm -mm. That's Mark's long box. That's my long box. Long and stout. That's right. <laughs> All right. We'll turn it over to uh, Rich's pull. I've got some exciting extra Rich's pull to discuss with you fellas from our last guest on the show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I did get the armed and dangerous Bob Hall hall. Oh, nice. <laughs> Let me tell you. This is a suggested for mature audiences. And let me tell you, Bob Hall can write a rated R comic book and draw a rated R comic book. Here come the censor balloons. There is blood and titties and sex and violence. And it's all Bob Hall. He wrote <laughs> wow. and wrote it and drew it. Uh, it is very mafia, like he said. I am in the middle of his other one that he that he did, Hell's Slaughterhouse. So I'm two out of four of those that I've read, but uh, very enjoyable. He did it, it. It was in a black and white, so it wasn't colored. So it was almost like reading an old school bone book. Um, so no color on it. But uh, yeah, Armed and Dangerous. I didn't I didn't uh, I know he laughed about it. See if you can find a copy somewhere, and I got it on the uh, eBay. So uh, it was very enjoyable so far. Uh, I have to uh, off to borrow that, sir. Absolutely. So let's dig into Rich's poll since we got a month worth of books to read here or go over here. So I got um, Daredevil number three, Detective ten fifty eight, and finally back from the long hiatus, uh, Something Is Killing the Children number twenty one. And I know number twenty two came out. I haven't read it yet, but man, it's really good. Swamp Thing, number 11 from Mr. Ram V, Perkins, and uh, Splicer. And this is awesome also. So it's almost like the second wave of books. Uh, like I said a million times, it got extended to 16 issues. I read Flashpoint Beyond, number zero. Uh, Mr. Johns wrote that. It was okay. I feel like we're going in that direction with DC and we're going towards uh, Dark Crisis. Action Comics, 1041, still on War World. Boo. Can't wait for that to end. I got uh, Batman Catwoman number 11. So one more issue to go with this 26-month run of 12 issues, I guess. Uh, I'm still lost and uh, can't wait for it to be over. But the artwork was beautiful. Clayman still killing it on this book. The second issue of Batman Killing Time, uh, miniseries, six issues. It's okay. Nothing to, uh, uh, you know, demand that you read it. I did uh, finish up Devil's Reign, six of six. Mr. Sadarsky really enjoyed that miniseries uh, from Marvel. Uh, Nightwing, number 91, Mr. Tom Taylor. It was uh, okay. That's all I'll say about that. <clears throat> Batman 122, uh, Mr. Joshua Williamson doing the Shadow Wars, uh, I don't know, crossover, miniseries, whatever. Let me just tell you, the artwork in this was awesome. So uh, Porter and Maury, uh, Maury did the artwork in this. Joshua Williamson did the writing, and it's it was beautiful. And Nice House on the Lake. Book number eight of ten came out. Mr. James Tinian didn't disappoint. The artwork's still stunning in this. Uh, I feel like this is going to be like, like I said on the last episode, I feel like I'm going to have to just do the old trade 
route. And once it is complete, I'm going to have to go back and reread the whole thing. Yeah, I'm having a hard time keeping all the characters straight. Yeah. And then my final book is uh, World's Finest Number 2 by Mr. Mark Wade. Uh, really enjoying that so far. Two issues in. Exciting. I like to Who's see the artist on that. Uh, the artist is Dan Mora. Did the artwork. I want to say he's done. I can't remember what book he did that I've. I recognize his art style. Uh, he might have done Detective Comics, uh, to be honest with you. But Mark Wade doing it. This this particular issue has uh, the Doom Patrol in it, so it's it's kind of cool. Uh, my recommendations from Rich's poll this this episode is. Um, Definitely world's finest and definitely something is killing the children. Um, so I'm excited about uh, that coming back. Uh, nice house on the lake. Can't really say, you know, I might just do a whole review of that when it's over. But uh, yeah, go out there and uh, buy those books. While we're still talking about more com more modern comics, I know that uh Justice League 75 just came out, I want to say last week or this week maybe, and it's the death of the uh Justice League. So, I know that they're fighting the uh, I haven't read this book, but uh, I've I've watched a couple reviews of it. They're fighting the Great Darkness and the Darkness army has, you know, Doomsday, Darkseid and blah blah blah. Apparently all the Justice League members die and then they're replaced, like I said, with, you know, John Kent, um, Lucius Fox's son is Batman, you got some other Niobe, I believe. I could have gotten that wrong for Wonder Woman. And, uh, you know, it's just another f gimmick that DC's pulling to try to sell books. And, you know, they're not really dead. So don't really give a shit. And I might pick it up just to read it. I heard the artwork is stunning in it. And that's probably the only good thing about the book. But uh, other than that, don't really care. Kind of piggyback on our previous, you know, conversation. I hope to God this merger improves the storytelling of DC Comics because I'm tired of the bullshit. So that's all I got for Rich's poll for episode 58. Go check out uh, Armed and Dangerous from Mr. Bob Hall and uh, World's Finest by Mr. Mark Wade. And uh, James Tiny and something's killing the children. You need to get on that bandwagon. So, boom. That's all I got. Rob, what you got, buddy? So, I don't have an assessment tonight, but I was just going to reflect on this uh, One Dark Night miniseries. Do you guys remember the Bruce Willis movie, 16 Blocks? No. Where he has no. to escort most deaf who witnessed corrupt cops. He had to, like, escort him to safety. Um prevent him from getting killed by the Bruce Willis's colleagues. Um, this has kind of got a different, it's kind of like 16 blocks meets no man's land. Okay. So essentially Batman is escorting um, EMP. I was unfamiliar with this particular character um, from Arkham to Blackgate. Okay. And it's essentially a number of gang factions trying to either take emp or kill him so batman's pretty much taking on a number of gotham's gangs and crime lords and things like that um, i don't know how much they're gonna be able to do in three issues i've read the first two and i think they're it's nothing major but it just so reminded me a lot of the uh, third issue come out yet or no comes out in june okay so another month it's like a every other month deal <clears throat> the big thing is is that emp like grows 
powerful because uh, he feeds off of all this energy. And one of the things I thought was pretty cool that was somewhat psychology related. He was um, confusing Batman because he was pulling from the electrical impulses in his synapses in his brain. Nice. So it was, it was harder for Batman to, you know, think clearly and be more strategic because this EMP guy is draining pretty much his brain power, literally. Nice. Nice. So that was a pretty cool angle, but um, no, like the political fighting between um, Jim Gordon's police department and um, Vasquez's um, department of corrections. So, you know, I don't, I don't think some of the writing is too in depth there, but uh, all, all in all, I, I'll give it a five out of 10 so far, but it was something different, but it reminded me of a little bit of, you know, group think a bunch of people are surrounding a particular cause be damned the consequences and how it's hard to think uh, as an individual, mainly referencing these, um, these gang faction factions. So we'll see where it goes. I'll let you guys know what the third issue is like nice. in, in June, but uh, it was kind of cool to read a modern book again, but. Oh yeah. Let's uh, bring it back to the old school who would win mark the thing versus lobo thing <laughs> i love mark he he just he just one answer yeah thing the thing is the thing ben Grimm, also known as the thing is a fictional character appearing in american comic book published by marvel comics he is a founding member of the fantastic four thing was created by writer editor stan lee and artist jack kirby the king and his first appearance is Fantastic Four number one. Um, so he is, that was Fantastic Four number one from November 1961. Abilities are skilled street fighter and hand-to-hand -hand combat and sub-superhuman strength, stamina, and durability. So there is the thing. Lobo is a fictional character that appears in comic books published by DC Comics. The Lobo character was created by Roger Sliffer and Keith Giffen. And first appeared in Omega Man number three, June 1983. Lobo is an alien born uh, and works as an interstellar mercenary and bounty hunter. Abilities are superhuman strength, speed, senses, stamina, longevity, and, ver and varied durability. Expert marksman and hand-to-hand -hand combat. He has the ability to regenerate. He is immortal. And he formally he's able to clone himself. Lobo was first introduced as a hardened villain in the 1980s. So there's our combatants. The Thing versus Lobo. Go, Mark. Do you still agree with your decision? Yep. Rob. So I remember my first exposure to Lobo was the DC versus Marvel series. And I remember it was probably a pretty even match when Lobo was put against uh, Wolverine. Um, I do think Lobo would win only because he can rejuvenate. Like, I think they're pretty evenly matched. Sounds like Lobo's got a little bit more like combat skills, like marksmanship and stuff like that. But again, I think it would be a clash of the Titans, but then it would just be, he would just keep regenerating and then he could clone himself and then multiple Lobos could be taking it to Mr. Grimm. So I'm going with Lobo, even though I don't really like the character. He's always just been kind of one of those for me, but you know. Uh, I agree with your uh, with your comments there, Rob. I could not stand Lobo. His demeanor and his language. Uh, I remember him from DC versus Marvel, and I remember him in the Superman animated series. Also, 
He is a bounty hunter, drives a stupid motorcycle. But the best interpretation that I saw of him was when he was on the Krypton show that yeah. got canceled. They were originally going to do a spinoff show with Lobo and have his own series. I don't know if it was going to be on sci-fi or not, but um, just kind of seeing his abilities to where like, you know, you chop a limb off or you kill him and he just rejuvenates. He's almost like the DC's, you know, Wolverine per se without the claws. So in my humble opinion, I love Ben Grimm. Trust me. Like he's probably my favorite member of the fantastic four, but it just felt like they would go to blows and, you know, have a good boxing match. But in the end, I think that uh, Lobo can regenerate and is immortal basically. So I got to give it to Lobo, unfortunately, because I do like me some Ben Grimm. <laughs> so let's get more specific here before we wrap this thing. Is this a death match or are we thinking just a hand to hand combat knockout? Or, or who would win was always a death match. I know, but I think in this case, it maybe warrants a clarification like deathmatch i think it's lobo but if it's like a knockout i think uh the thing could definitely do some damage and maybe win the match i feel like it would be clobbering time and it would clobber him pretty good but then he's just gonna get back up and keep coming he's almost like the t-1000 <laughs> just keeps on coming so uh yeah i'm gonna give it to lobo unfortunately so two versus one here Yep. You have nothing to well, say for the fact that he can rejuvenate Mark? No. He's no. immortal? No. Nothing to say? No. Okay. All right. thing. He's standing All by right. Mr. Crackers. All right. So the winner is, unfortunately, thing. The thing. <laughs> Lobo. Two to one. <laughs> Mark, you always seem like you're on the losing end of that. Never. Uh, yeah. So we got anything else, boys? I'm good. That's it. Good to catch up. All right, guys. Another great episode. Episode 58 in the books. Please go out and buy yourself some uh, old school comics because the uh, current ones. Uh, give it a couple years, I guess. Uh, go find Mr. Bob Hall's uh, Armed and Dangerous, man. I enjoyed that book. Uh, excited about it. Uh, hit up your uh, local comic shop for free comic book day coming up next week. Maybe you find some uh, goodies for the kids. Uh, until next time, for the love of God, please remember to bag your board. This is Rich. This is Mark. This is Rob. Let us know what you think about this uh, episode's Who Would Win. How many of you are on the side of Mr. Mazik? How many of you are on the winning side with the Wagner Boys? So give us a comment on Facebook. Um, you can shoot us an email, heroeshomebase at gmail. Uh, like, subscribe, all that good jazz. And as always appreciate you taking the time to listen to the three of us ramble and nerd out about comics and we'll talk to you next time Thank you, as always, for listening and supporting this RMR production.
Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is... Wow, that was really loud. Shit. Was that really loud for you? No. <laughs> it was okay. It was moderate. <laughs> I... Hold on. Stop the press. That was Rich's cell phone that just went off. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I just broke my own rule. Do as I say, not as I do. All right? That's what I tell everybody. <sighs> all right? Shit. And what? they're... <laughs> They are not going to be focusing. I saw what the exercise. Yeah, I did. You exercised? Put it, I've never seen what she looked like, Rob. Put it to the camera. That's Elliot. Tell it, tell it, oh. <laughs> Do you want to come say hi to Mark? Oh, I'm chopped liver. Wow, All I right. should just throw the five pound weight on the ground. And, and I'll have lunch. <laughs> Good. Uh... Good Hi. Of, uh, that's the microphone. Say hello into it. This is good. Say hello. This is Future Heroes Home Base Podcast fan. Hello. What's up, say, Elliot? Say I'm the future host of Heroes Home Base Podcast. Say it. I'm the host of the podcast. <laughs> that works. That works. That's stuff. All right, Jane. Go lay down. And uh, hold on. I'll wait for the sirens to pass. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> Damn, it's right now. If it's not the sirens, it's my child. Can you guys hold on? Because I got to piss. <laughs> Kids, Are sirens, we- and peeing. <laughs> um, was that your phone? That was my medication alarm. Sorry about that. <laughs> do as I say, not as I do. Um, he's starting his uh, Kickstarter for his uh, his. Are we thirty seven or eighty seven? <laughs> What's wrong? A medication alert, <laughs> Rob. Come on. What is this medication you're taking for? What is this for? I am not going to talk about my medication on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got my alarm for my aspirin. Mm. My the alarm is pretty much because I could be asleep and putting my kid to bed before I take my stuff. So I already took my meds. All right, all right. Um. <laughs> oh shit! Hold on one second. <laughs> ah shit! I love it. Okay, in one minute and fifty five seconds, I have to go check my chicken out of the oven. Please hold. The sirens are coming for the Justice League.